0: hi and welcome back to the shining light podcast today we're shining light on trusting god so we thank god for consistency because this is the second episode of the month of march i believe so thank you jesus uh so yeah we're shining light on trusting god why do i want to make this episode i feel like god has been showing me oh first of all like how are you i hope you're doing well and welcome back to the shining light podcast if you don't know my name is faith i talk on this podcast this is my podcast and i like to talk i like to talk i don't even know what am i saying um my name is faith this is my podcast it's called the shining light podcast and i talk about christian topics i like to quote unquote shine light on different topics um from like from a christian perspective or about yeah different like christian topics and i like to talk about them and like help people understand what they mean And help myself understand what they mean and just shine light on all things relating to Christ and Christianity. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. So, trusting God. Why did I want to talk about this episode? Well, why, why did I want to talk about this in this episode? I feel that God has recently been showing me how much I don't trust Him and how much I need to trust Him. If you listen to the episode I made um, in the, like, in the last episode of 2022, when I was reflecting on 2022, 20, uh, when I was reflecting on 2022, and looking to 2023, I spoke about how I want to learn to trust God more, and I guess God took that and said, okay, because he's given me a lot of, like, scenarios and situations where I've literally had no other choice but to trust him, and to be honest, I should always trust God, but I think maybe it's just my personality, but I feel like I'm quite self-reliant sometimes. So I kind of just think that I'll be able to do it. I'll be able to do it. But of course, like God doesn't ask me to do life alone. God doesn't ask you to do life alone. He just says, trust in him. You know, he asks that we trust in him and he's been giving me lots of like learning. (laughs) He's been teaching me a lot about how I need to trust him more. So I was like, God, what should I speak about in the next episode? And he was like, then this came to my heart. So here we are. So shining light on trusting God. I pray that as we go into this episode, that the Lord will speak to us both, speak to us all, give us understanding of what it means to trust him and give us the grace to trust him more. In Jesus name. Amen. So, yeah, I haven't really like planned, planned this episode. So, yeah. So, yeah. Enjoy. So the Bible passage of today is Proverbs three five and that is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's the New King James Version, Proverbs three five. Yeah, that's for Proverbs three five in the New King James Version. Um, there's this hymn, um, 'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus'. I don't know if you sing if you like if you grew up singing hymns. Um, we had like you know like CD players right. We had like a CD player in my house when when I was younger and like we would always have, (laughs) always, we'd often have hymns playing. Like there was this hymn CD that we had, we had that playing, play it in the house, play it in the car, at church of course we sing hymns as well. I say of course, not every church sings them, but like in the church I go to and the church like I went to when I was younger as well. Like, we sang hymns a lot and we sing hymns now. So I love hymns. Like, I've just grown up singing hymns and listening to... I say that as if I'm, like, some... As if it's, like, oh, no one else listens to him. I'm not trying to say this to make me sound, like, ooh, fancy. I'm just, like, saying, like, a oh, context for why I know this hymn. But, um yeah, I grew up, like, listening to a lot of hymns. So I really, really love hymns. Um So that's just a fun fact about me. But there's this hymn, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus listen to it because it's amazing um but also look at the lyrics i think something i love about hymns is the fact that hymns are just so lyrically beautiful and there's this bible verse i think that says like praising god with psalms hymns and spiritual songs and the fact that even hymns are mentioned in the bible it's like wow like don't get me wrong ephesians 5 19 it says, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, like, worship music. I love upbeat gospel music. Da-da-da-da-da. But there's just something about a hymn. It just, mm, it just speaks, like. But anyway, yeah, the reason I love him so much, I think one of the reasons is because they're so lyrically beautiful. I think when you really look at what a hymn is saying and you really read the lyrics, it's literally like it's either like a prayer or a confession or something like i can't remember what hymn it was it was either like amazing grace or was it amazing grace or like um some other hymn but there was this hymn right that was written by this man he's like he was in a ship but it was like being rocked by the waves like the ship was that like actually going through it like he thought he was like he thought that ship was going to like crash or something and i think that's when he wrote like amazing grace or some other hymn that's not a very helpful anecdote because i can't remember the details but like hymns often come from the authors going through something very personal it's kind of like david with the psalms right like yeah david if you read the psalms if you read any psalm you can kind of get a scope of how david was feeling or whoever the psalmist was was feeling because some psalms like psalm 51 that's just David feeling extremely repentant and sorry for his sins but you read things like Psalm 150 and this is the psalmist feeling so joyful and like grateful to God and, and exalting God so I think the things you write especially like in terms of music if you write music but I think the things that musicians write when they're writing music, when they're writing songs, it's very much linked to how they personally feel at that moment in time. And I think that hymns are amazing at being transcended in the sense of you can relate to hymns, I feel, no matter what you're doing. Or let me phrase it another way. Like, I feel like there's something so relatable in hymns. So let me read some of the lyrics of "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." Um. Okay, uh, okay. It's so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus says the Lord.'" So the first... Uh, let me analyse this hymn for you. So the first verse, that was the first verse I read. And it says, um, it's so, like the first two lines, basically saying it's so sweet to just tr- take what Jesus says as truth, just to take him at his word. Like, it's just, it's so sweet, it's so nice to just be able to take Jesus at his word. And the second two lines say just to rest upon his promise just to know that says the lord just to rest in the fact that okay god said it so it's true and to know that thus said the lord therefore it will come to pass and then uh the chorus is jesus jesus how i trust him how i've proved him all and all jesus jesus precious jesus oh for grace to trust him more and i promise you the grace i need the grace to trust jesus more but um like the first bit how, how i proved him or and or what does that mean what does it mean to prove someone i think it means like let me google it mm-hmm. yeah prove in merriam webster means to establish the existence truth or validity of so i guess in this context it would mean like the person that's singing this song singing this hymn is saying that like, oh I guess like they've said they've seen the truth of Jesus they've seen the existence of Jesus over and over again so yeah I just love hymns but anyway to so sweet to trust in Jesus why did I bring this up because the episode today of course is about trusting God and that's one of my favorite hymns um pretty much every hymn is like one of my favorite hymns that's one of my favorite hymns and it's just it perfect I think it really encapsulates what I want to talk about today so what's the verse of the day or what's the verse that i'm talking about that i'm using as like what's the bible verse for this episode Proverbs three five trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding so what does this mean what does this actually mean because people always say oh trust god trust god what does it mean well, you know when people say like, oh, I'm trusting God. I don't know if you've heard that phrase yet, but sometimes let me use something kind of like, not too deep, but like a little bit significant. Like, let's say someone wants to get a new job, right? Um, Or they want to get a car. Let's say a job. So they want to get a new job. Um, They had a really nice job before, but, you know, they want something a bit better. So they say, OK, they want to get a new job. So they pray about it. And then they, like, ask people, like, people, maybe their friends are like, oh, have you gotten the new job? Have you heard anything back? Da-da-da-da-da. Like, maybe they applied for a job. Their friends are like, oh, have you heard of anything back? So, oh, no, but they're trusting God that, you know, they'll get the job. What does this mean? I feel like sometimes people colloquialise or, like, diminish the significance of trusting God. And they turn it into just, like, oh, yeah, I'm trusting God. Like, you just say it as a phrase. And it's, like, you actually need to understand what you're saying. When you're trusting God, you're saying that, like... God, I believe that you will do what I've asked for, but I also believe that you will do what is best. What is the actual definition of trust? Pardon me. Um, Trust is a firm belief in the... Uh, the firm belief in the... Oh. Trust is the firm belief in the reliability truth or ability of someone or something. So trust is the firm belief in the reliability, truth or ability of someone or something. So if I trust God, I firmly believe that God is reliable, that God is true and that God is able to do something. So if I trust God or if someone is trusting God for a job, then they believe that God is reliable They believe that God is true. So for um, example, let me finish off. And then they also believe that God is able. So they believe God is reliable. This is why it's really important to note down or at least remember your testimonies or ask that God helps you to remember your testimonies. Because something I love to say, because I heard it in a song one time, (laughs) but something I love to say is if he's done it before he can do it again i'm not the only one that says that phrase obviously but like something i love to say is if he's done it before he can do it again i was reading the book of mark right and um jesus fed the five thousand in the book of mark and then a few chapters later he fed the four thousand when he was about to feed the five thousand like when the disciples came up to him and were like oh lord you know what are we paraphrasing of course oh lord what are we going to do you know we have all these people then jesus was like oh you feed them and then they were like um we don't have enough money to feed all these people um so jesus was like hmm well have you watched that scene are you watching the chosen if you haven't watched the chosen basically the chosen is this tv show about the life of jesus i would recommend you watch it but like if you've watched that scene in the chosen in like season oh let me not spoil the season if you've watched that um seen in the chosen like you know when jesus was like oh wow this is a real pickle like what are we gonna do here like obviously he already knew how he was gonna feed the five thousand but the disciples were so confused and even in, obviously in the bible as well in the gospel of mark which i'm talking about the disciples were like oh how are we gonna feed all these people how are we gonna feed all these people then jesus did the miracle he fed them and the disciples witnessed it Then a few chapters later like the disciples again were like hey that's a <laughs> hey but like, hey, there's so many people, how are we going to feed them all? And then in my mind, when I'm reading that, because there's only a few chapters in between, so like, it's only a few chapters in between, so in my mind, as a person reading the Bible, I'm looking and I'm saying, guys, like, let's say three chapters ago, Jesus fed the 5,000, how have you already forgotten that he can, if he can feed the 5,000, he can definitely feed the 4,000? But the disciples, when they were faced with the 4,000, feeding the 4,000, they were like, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then I'm just thinking, like, guys, just look back in your minds and think what he's done. But he also, of course, in his mercy and his grace, Jesus fed the 4,000 as well. So what does that show? It shows that he's reliable. God is reliable. If he's done it before, he can do it again. So when I trust God, I believe that he is reliable. The God who woke me up this morning is the same God that, by his grace, will... Or let's say, like, the person looking for a job, the person that worked, the God that woke them up that morning is the same God that will, by His grace, get them that good job that they're looking for, you know? So, God is reliable. Second of all, what does it mean to trust? It means to have a firm belief in the reliability and the truth of someone or something. So, the truth. God is truth. His word is truth. His word is yes and amen. The word is found in the book of well. is that in Acts? Mmm, no. Second Corinthians one twenty. it says, For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ are amen, which means yes. Oh, I don't like that version. Okay. Second Corinthians one twenty in the New King James Version. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God, through us. So that was 2 Corinthians 1.20 in the New King James Version. So God's words are yes and amen. What does that mean? It means that his word is settled. It means that his word is confirmed. It means that his word is like 100, is 100% true. It's watertight. It's airproof. Wait, what? It's airtight. It's waterproof. Like it doesn't fade. It's just his word is true. His word is yes and amen like if he said it he will do it because amen means i agree right doesn't mean i agree or like it is finished um uh, amen means so be it so if god's words are yes which is an affirmation a term of affirmation and then amen means so be it then that just shows that god's word is true God's word is assured. So if he said something, you know, he said, My God, the Bible says, My God shall supply all your needs according to your rich and My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Paul said that, I believe, in Philippians, but of course the word of God is true. Um, And of course, yeah, it wasn't God saying that, but it was Paul, and you know that the Bible is written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and God is three in one, so Jesus got the holy spirit and then god the father so like yeah it's yeah god will provide um that's yeah that was very long-winded but i hope you understand what i'm trying to say here but his word which is the bible for example which is the bible is yes and amen so if god says in his word that he will provide if god says that like um do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow worry about itself um and if god says like you know in matthew 6 how Jesus was saying, um, look at the lilies or the f- no, look at the birds of the air, for they neither like what is it? They neither sow or gather in, yet they are fed. And then the lilies, they are more beautiful than King Solomon and all his radiance and all this kind of stuff. And it, or they're more adorned than King Solomon. So how much more will your Father in heaven clothe you and feed you and all of that? So it's like if God is saying all these things in His Word. Because the Bible is the word of God. If God is saying all these things in his word. That he'll provide for us. I'm just using that example of provision. Because of the example I was giving. Of a person looking for a job. Like. Of course he'll keep his word. And he will provide for us. So God's word is true. And we should trust him. And when we trust him. It means that we believe that his word is true. It means that we believe that what he said. Will happen. Will indeed happen. But no. When I say when you know we trust that what he said will happen will happen. Yes, what God has said will happen will happen, but it might not be in the way that we expect it. So if God has said, um, what's a, what's a promise of God? Um, okay, a promise of God is you shall be the head and not the tail. That's in Deuteronomy twenty eight thirteen. It, um, the promise is the full verse because I think sometimes people don't read that full verse and it's like, mm, read it. Um, Deuteronomy 28 13 says, And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. So, this is a promise of God that will be the head and not the tail. So, what does this mean? For some person, this may mean, Oh, yes, they're finally going to get that promotion. That means I'm going to be the CEO. But God may not have it. In, I don't know. But like, for example, God may not have determined. May, God may have not willed for that person that thinks that this verse means that, you know, they're going to get the promotion that makes them CEO. That may not be God's plan for them. But God will make them the head and not the tail in another way. If you don't know what this means, this verse means, by the way, when it says God will make you the head and not the tail, it just means like God will promote promote you. If I read it in another version, if I just read that, bit in another version it says um the lord will make this is the easy english bible version the lord will make you the leaders of other people you will not have to follow at the back you will become more powerful not weaker but you must obey the commands of the lord your god i am telling you today you must be very careful to do that this was moses speaking but this is like the word of the lord um yeah, through Moses. Kind, of, no, this is Moses speaking, but like this is God's promise to the people. But Moses was just speaking out. Yeah. So a person may think, oh yes, this def- this verse means for sure, yes, God says that they'll be the head and not the tail, so they're definitely going to get that promotion. Whilst that may be a thing that may happen, it may also be that God has d- determined for them to become the head and not the tail in another way. Maybe rather than being CEO, they'll be CFO well maybe rather than being CEO they're going to change jobs and become the head in the job in another sector of the of their career for example so just remember that like yes God's promises will come to pass God will keep his promises because his word is true so you should trust in his word but also remember that his ways are not our ways as it says in Isaiah like what we have planned might not be what he has planned and honestly, it's very difficult because like, even currently, I'm kind of, I sound, this is not not meant to be as dramatic as it sounds, but I'm kind of going through something in the sense of, I really want something my way, but I kind of know that God doesn't really have it that way for me. I'm not going to like go into detail and stuff. <laughs> is it necessary for me to tell you I'm not going to go into detail and I'm not going to go into detail? I'm not going to go into detail and stuff because I just don't feel super duper comfortable to do that just yet but um yeah basically like I want something kind of my way I know in my heart to be completely honest that God doesn't have it that way planned for me or can I say I know in my heart I don't think that the way I want it to happen is the way that God wants it to happen so I'm kind of just I'm kind of trying to just trust that like okay God will do it his way and his way is best. And so please know that I do empathise with you if like you want something a certain way or like you wanted something a certain way but like it didn't go your way. Like just know and believe that like, first of all, that's like, that's life. That's life sometimes. But also know that like God's way is always the better way. If he made you and he made me and he made this whole earth and he made us with intention and with purpose and with a plan, he knows what's best for us and sometimes it feels like he doesn't like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be very honest because this episode is coming from a very honest place sometimes for me at least I'll speak for myself it feels like no god you know like kind of it's giving very much teenager but it's like no mom you don't know what's best for me I do and it's like you're 12 (laughs) calm down but like um I feel sometimes I kind of relate to god in that way kind of like spoil Child and I'm just like no God you don't know what's best and then I quickly realize and I'm like God forgive me because how can I say to the Creator of the universe you don't know what's best for me am I okay like obviously, like I actually have to just respect myself and respect my God and realize that yes God does know what's best for me and it's not always it doesn't always feel like that especially in the moment because it's kind of like but I wanted it this way but it didn't go my way and da 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 da, da. but that's faith isn't it just trusting that god knows better and trusting that yeah i may not see the things that i want to see right now but i know i have hope that it will work out well because and my hope is in god and all things work together for good to those who love the lord so thirdly trust is so we've done firm belief in the reliability we've done firm belief in the truth now firm belief in the ability of someone or something. If you trust someone's ability, you just trust that they're able to do it. If you are trusting God for that job, it means that you've seen that he has done it before, he's done it in the past. It means that you trust his word that he will, for example, provide for you. And it also means that you actually believe he's able to do it how do we get to this point of actually believing that god is able to do it because that's kind of like the big thing of trust right just believing that someone is able i like to think of just think about how you'll testify that's just how i do it think about how you'll testify so if you're trusting god for that job yeah think about don't try and reason out how god will do it because this is something i do and by the grace of god i'm trying to not do this anymore Like think this is something I do or did I would like reason it out and be like oh okay if I make the application today and then the interview is on Tuesday and then I have the phone call on Wednesday okay that's definitely how it's gonna work okay God did you get that okay now you can work as if I'm the one controlling God's actions obviously that's not how it works so not you when you trust in someone's ability it's not you trusting out try trusting and figuring out how they're going to make the situation work thinking "Mm, god if you're gonna send if they're gonna send the email how are they gonna send the email to me to let me know oh i need to let my coordinator know god oh i need to like you don't need to be working out the logistics god is God. god has got it figured out god's been doing this for billions of years he can he he knows his job you know you don't have to figure out the logistics for god all you have to do is just trust that God is going to do it. And the way, like I said, I like to do this is I just like to think how I'm going to testify. How am I going to tell other people like, oh yeah, you know, I applied for this job and then, oh, I got the job. And I'm so grateful to God because I was doubting, but God came through and da 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 da. da. Like Just imagine how you're going to testify. I don't really have a Bible verse to back that up. It's just a helpful tip that I do. And, you know, I like doing it because it's nice. And it's nice to think, like, oh, yes, I'm testifying. And it's also a sign of faith in the sense of you're like, okay, I have faith, God, that you will make me testify. I have faith. And if you don't know what testifying is, testifying is essentially just telling other people what Jesus has done for you. So some people have their big testimony, quote unquote, or their testimony, which is their testimony, their story, basically, of how they got to know Jesus. And people also have like kind of quote unquote everyday testimonies. So they got a new car or they passed their exam or um, they made a new friend or they got a new phone or they got married or da 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 da. You know, like those are, that's basically what a testimony is. There's something I like to do when it comes to believing in God's ability, just believing that he'll, that I'll testify and how I'm just imagining how I'm going to testify And also, of course, to do that as well, um, to also see, like, the reliability, truth and ability of God to believe in God's reliability, truth and ability. Of course, read the Bible, read, look for a Bible story that relates to your situation. So if it comes, if it's about, like, looking for a job, for example, read a Bible story that relates to someone needing provision, Um, One that comes to mind, which is probably my favourite Bible story, is the story of when Jesus made Peter, like, catch the fish that he needed to catch. So, I can't remember, is this in Luke 5 or Mark 5? Mm. Yes, okay, I got it right, I was really happy about that. Yeah, Luke 5, so Luke 5 verses 1 to 11. So basically content, well, not context, but basically content of the chapter um, of this passage anyway. Simon, Peter, he's a fisherman at this point in time. He's a fisherman, so he was fishing, but he couldn't catch any fish. And so, you know, he really needed to be able to catch some fish so he could like do his job. And then um, Jesus came into his boat and was like, oh, go and put your like fishing net in this side of the sea. And then Peter was like, my favourite verse is Simon Peter answered, Master, we've worked hard all night. No, that's not the version. Master, we have toiled all the night, but nevertheless, at thy word we shall let down your the net. Um and then they let the same for Simon Peter to put down the fishing net in the place where Jesus told him to. Then they caught all this fish and then the net was even breaking because they caught all that fish and then they started getting people to help them catch all the fish and it was just a really amazing miracle and that's how simon peter got called like that's how he um like became a disciple so that's an example of how god will provide and how god will help you like with a job for example but like try and find a bible story or someone in the bible that relates to your situation and then it will show you that hey if god's done it before he do it again it will show you that god is true to his word because you know if you read it in the bible it means that it's true it means that it's happened and that helps you to have faith in his word, and it also will show you that God is able to do these things, and God is actually able to do these things, we won't be able to reason out how God will do it, and I like to reason things out, because I like to know what's going on, but I just, that's trust, I just have to have blind faith that it will work out, you know, and maybe so do you as well, I don't know where you are in your faith journey, but I think we all need, and I especially right now, (laughs) need to just have trust that, it will work out and i don't need to be the one to figure out how it will work out because that's god's job god god himself is even figuring it out because god already knows like god this is a surprise to god like what i'm experiencing right now is a surprise to god and what you're experiencing right now is a surprise to god he knows all these things because he created us and he has his divine plan for us so it's not a case of gods in heaven like brainstorming thinking hmm how am i gonna work this out like he already knows So we just have to trust in that. (laughs) And yeah. So why do we need to trust? Okay, think about relationships, friendships, um, parent and child, marriages, whatever. If you don't have trust in a relationship, it will die. So let me talk about like a parent and a child, for example. Or is that a good example? Mm, A friend. Okay. So let's say you're friends with someone. So let's say I have a friend called, what's an, mm, okay, I just finished reading the book of Ruth as well with a friend, funnily enough. So let me say I have a friend called Ruth. And so Ruth Ruth is just, Ruth is my girl. Ruth, we've been there, for each other since day one. But if I don't trust Ruth, that relationship will die. If I don't trust, like if Ruth, or if I say to Ruth, okay, let's meet at 12 p.m., to go to the cinema and you know Ruth is showing up at 3 p.m. the next day saying where are you i'm like what do you mean i told you to meet me yesterday and you're just showing up now like i, I wouldn't trust ruth with my life <laughs> i wouldn't trust her with like her ability to meet up with my plans i wouldn't trust that her word is true and i wouldn't trust her to be a reliable person i wouldn't call ruth when I was in need you know but if I have another friend um Esther and I say oh Esther let's go to the cinema and let's meet at 12 and she's there at 12 o'clock I trust that Esther is reliable I trust that when I call on Esther she will pick up my phone call if um I say oh Esther let's meet at 12 and she shows up at 12 then I trust that you know she's true to her word and I also trust that she's able to keep her word Do you see where I'm going so I, you, you can't have a strong and healthy relationship if you don't have trust. Likewise, if you don't trust God, you can't have a good relationship with him. You can have a relationship with him. By, no, by all means, you can have a relationship with him. It just won't be very good. Because if you don't trust God, then you're always going to be looking for second means. If you don't trust God, you're always going to have a plan B. So what does this look like Um, in practical terms? Okay, let's say you're trusting God for a job. You're asking God for a job. And you're saying, okay, if God doesn't come through with this job in XYZ company or XYZ shop or whatever, then okay, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, okay, I'll apply for this one as well. And it's like God is just looking at you from heaven being like, are you serious right now? Like I'm not saying don't apply to two jobs or whatever, but I'm just saying like if you're trusting God, god please let xyz come to pass believe it because otherwise there's no point in asking there's like i'm not being funny but there's no point praying for something if you don't think it's gonna happen do you know what i mean you're wasting your time like but i'm not gonna mm, let me not say that i'm but like don't waste the power don't waste your words i really think that words are really valuable and it's really important that you say what you mean and like mean what you say and all that jazz but like Don't waste your words. Don't pray if you don't believe it. Now, this is different from praying with a mustard seed, quote unquote, faith. Okay. Praying with a mustard seed faith is like praying with a really tiny amount of faith, but at least praying, you know? You're at least praying with faith. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you should have like 2% faith and 98% doubt. That's not what mustard seed faith is. Mustard seed faith is because if you remember in the book, or if you know in the book of James, it says that. Um, if anyone asks of God doubting, like, let him not think that he'll receive anything from God, because that person is unstable in their ways, or something along those lines, I think it's in James 5. So mustard seed faith praying, is it praying with 2% faith and 98% doubt? Mustard seed faith praying, I've given this whole new term now, it's praying with maybe 2% faith, but you are praying with that 2% faith, and then 98% I don't even know but it's just two percent it's not doubt definitely you're praying with two percent faith you are offering the little faith that you have to God I read the story of this you know the in Mark as well there's this story or there's this part where Jesus saw like a widow put in like two let's say two coins into like the offering basket and then he was like oh this widow has given more than everyone here then I was always reading that story I was like what does this mean then I asked God and he, taught, he like gave me a new understanding. This woman gave just a little bit of what she had. She didn't have much, but she gave, she gave what she had and she gave it to God. So relating that to faith, you may have a very small amount of faith. But if you take the little faith you have, you take it to God in prayer and you say, God, I don't, I'm not being funny, but I don't have a lot of faith right now but I have a small amount of faith that you'll get me, let's say, this job. God in heaven, please like multiply this faith for me and let it bear the good fruit of this job or whatever, however you want to phrase the prayer. God will do that because God can't. Yes, ex nihili, he nihil, fit, you know, out of nothing, nothing shall come. But God can make something out of nothing, yeah. But when you offer God something, he can multiply it. God is a God of multi- multiplication if you give him the little faith you have, he's able to make it something beautiful. That's why God said, well, maybe not that's what, not why, but that's, that's my reasoning. Or that's potentially why Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, Jesus didn't say, oh, if you have no faith, you'll be able to move mountains. That, that's not what he said. He said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, there still has to be a semblance of faith. But even if it's a tiny amount of faith, as in you are really you don't have a lot of faith but you have a little bit just take it to god and if you have absolutely no faith then just then then just pray about it but genuinely like pray that god will give you faith and pray that he'll give you like understanding of why you don't have faith sometimes i think people go through things and it just means that they've learned that they can trust no one in life but god is not a man God will not let you down. (laughs) Not in the sense of, like, a man, but, like, God is not human. (laughs) God is not a man that will let you down. God is not a human that will let you down. Like, people can let you down, but God won't let you down. So don't feel that, like, oh, you know, you've gone through life not being able to trust anyone. Therefore, you can't trust God. If there's one being in this life that you can trust, it's God. So even if you take the little faith you have to God in prayer and you pray for that job, you pray for that car, you pray for that family member to be saved, you pray for that friend to be saved, you pray for that sickness to go, you pray for whatever, like just take it to God and God will multiply it because faith is pleasing to God because it's showing, I think one of the reasons why faith is pleasing to God is because it's showing that okay, God, I admit that I can do nothing of my own. Remember that God hates pride, yeah? So thinking that, um, so realising it, coming to the realisation that, hmm, I can do nothing of my own. Therefore, you're letting go of your ego. You're letting go of your pride. You're letting go of yourself, um, self, kind of like negative self-belief. And you're saying, okay, God, it's only you that can do this miracle. Please do it for me. God will see that as like like that's humility right to say I can't do it on my own so I need someone else to help me that's humility so God will see that and bless it and do something with it so yeah um so why do we need to trust God (sighs) because you can't do life without that I always say I can't I one of the reasons why i feel so i i one of the reasons why i just i need god in my life or one of i'm trying to phrase it um okay one of the reasons why i can't abandon god is because i know that i can't do life without god and i know that i can't stop trusting him either why because there's no one like I said, there's no other being on this earth that's as trustworthy as God. So why do we need to trust God? Because you're saving yourself a whole lot of stress if you trust in God. If you put your trust in friends, if you put your trust in family, if you put your trust in people, you'll be disappointed. But when you put your trust in God, you won't be disappointed. Now, I say this but I'm also aware that like I said you know sometimes the things that you have planned for yourself and maybe the things you pray for don't come about in the way that you think that you hope that they would but often more often than not they come about in ways that are even better than you imagined and sometimes they don't come out at all in the way that you imagined and that sucks and I can't really give you an answer for why some prayers don't seem to be answered I don't really know why all I can say is that God knows what he's doing you know but when you trust God there's a peace that you feel and there's a joy that you feel and there's a contentment that you feel like I'll use um I'm trying to think of an example I can give you for my life um hold on okay so this isn't like a complete testimony right but um I'm trusting God for something right now and like I'm trusting that God will work it out and it hasn't happened yet. Like I've not gotten the confirmation that it's happened yet. But I just trust that it will happen. Like, and it literally, it's literally, literally, a few days ago, I was very much like, just it's not. I just didn't have as much trust as I do now, and I was stressed that day. But I've just been like, since then, I just, I don't know. I was just like, it will work out. Like God didn't. This is when the cliches come up. it's like, oh, God, did it bring me this far? I needs to bring me this far. You know, so I just trust that it will work out. And I feel much lighter. I feel much happier. I'm just basically waiting on the... Con- I've, I've imagined my testimony already, you know. I'm waiting on the confirmation now. So I just... Tra- like, it... I can't put into words properly. I can't... I feel like I can't articulate it. But when... Why do you need to trust God? You need to trust God if you want a peaceful life. You need to trust God if you want a life of peace, a life of joy and true peace and true joy. Like, life is so... This world is so chaotic that to not have the stability of trust in God would just... I don't even know how people do it. Like, and I know that sounds a bit like high and mighty, but I'm not trying to say that. I'm genuinely just trying to say, like, this is what I mean. You can't do life without God. I can't I can't express enough how much God is a necessity and how much, even within that, trusting God is a necessity because the peace you get when you trust God is just sublime. It's just wonderful. So my simple answer <laughs> after that very convoluted response why do we need to trust God? We need to trust God so that we have peace. We need what? We need peace in this world, man. And charity begins at home. So start with yourself so that you can have eternal peace, internal peace, just trust in God. So faith, how do we trust in God? You're telling me to trust God. You're telling me to trust God. How do I trust in God? That's a really good question. How do you trust in God? I think you trust in God by recognizing that you can't do it on your own not even recognizing by saying that you can't do it as well as God can do it so for example let's say a person wants to get married mm. <laughs> No, okay let's say a person wants to get married and you know they're they're i have an accent they're trusting god for they're asking they're trusting that god will lead them to okay i'm a girl so they're trusting god trusting that god will um make the man that's right for them appear like they're trusting god that you know their husband will find them because he who finds a wife finds a good thing so they're trusting god that their husband will find them right um there's this woman she feels that you know she's ready for marriage she wants to settle down she's prayed about it she's spoken to people about it she wants to get married so she's like okay god please make me meet the man let the man meet me etc etc um she can just find a man on her own and you know get married to that guy and you know live a married life she can do that or she can wait and wait for god to bring to her attention i guess the person that he has um like set for her so what did i say i think i said like trusting god is say is admitting that like or how to trust god one way to trust god or the way to trust god is to admit and believe that You can't do it as well as God can do it because a person can go and find that. So, a girl can go and find her own husband, right? But, or a woman can go and find her own husband, right? But that probably won't be that marriage probably won't be as good as the one that is with the man that God has specifically for that woman. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can do things on your own. Like God has given us free will. God has given us autonomy. God has given us the ability to go and do things on our own. We're not like static robots just waiting to be instructed. Like God has given us the ability to do things on our own. So you are very much capable. You are very much capable of like, I don't know, like getting, <laughs> making, getting a husband, starting a family, finding that friend that you've been waiting for for your whole life, buying that house, you're capable of doing these things, you can do it but it's just, it probably won't be as good as the way that God has marked it out for you to be and also, it will probably—it just also not be a, as easy a process like, when you do things with God, things are easier, there's this quote um, life with what is it? Life with God is easier, life with Jesus only gets better or something so you can do things on your own, but when you trust God and you say, hmm, I may be able to do this on my own, but God can do it better. You're saying that, okay, my ability definitely won't be as good as God's ability. So let me go go to God. Let me go to the creator of the creations and ask the creator to do his, to do his mighty work in my life. And that's how you trust God. You just say like, well, not say, but you practically live out a life of saying, ah, uh, I can do this but God can do it better that's what my answer would be that's how you trust God so when it comes to job application you can you can do that job application on your own you don't have to pray about it but if you do pray about it and enjoy and involve God in that job application it will probably it will go much better because God is involved compared to when you do it on your own remember trust is the belief in someone's reliability ability and truth. Did I get that in the wrong order? Firm belief in the reliability, truth, or ability of someone or something. So trust is that. <laughs> and trusting God. Like like I say, um, this episode comes from a very like personal place of literally what I'm going through right at this moment in time. Um, in relation to a couple of things. And it's not to say, like, oh, you know, feel bad for me. Like, no, obviously not. Like, I, I love this podcast because it's a way to encourage people. But in the past, like, year, I've been seeking to be much more honest with this podcast and, like... Not making it a thing of like, okay, I am a person who was perfect in my walk with God. Let me tell you how to be perfect in your walk with God. By no means is my that is not is not my intention. In the early episodes, I think I acted like that a lot. In the early episodes of this podcast, but I think since 2022, um, also, I don't know how this came about, but since 2022, I was just like, I want to be a lot more honest with the podcast. So yeah, I might not tell you every single detail of every single thing. I'm going through or anything like that but I do want to make episodes and I want to encourage people from a place of truth and not just from a place of like um hey oh, let me tell you you sinners how, how you should live a perfect life like no I'm very much on my own journey with God and you're on your own journey with God but let's kind of do those journeys together and encourage people and encourage each other as we go through these journeys so yeah if this episode felt a bit like more chill or informal or a bit like a reflections episode um that's kind of my intention I just yeah I wanted to speak about trusting God because that's something that I'm learning very much in the practical sense um currently in my life so yeah I pray that God helps us to trust him more um I pray that God gives us the grace to trust him more and I pray that anything in us, whether that be like unhealed um, hurt, unhealed, like un, unmended hearts, whatever that may be, like maybe that's like bad experiences from our past, that makes it difficult for us to trust God. I pray that God heals us of those things and heals us of those like emotional wounds so that we are able to trust him, but also so that we're able to trust people that he's put in our lives but i pray that god gives us the grace to trust him more than people god puts people in our lives for a reason god god puts us in different communities for a reason but those communities should never replace god you know so i pray that as much as I, I pray that god heals us of everything that prevents us from trusting people but i also pray that god heals us of everything that prevents us from trusting him whether that be like a negative church experience of the past whether that be a negative familial or friendship experience of the past, whatever it may be, I pray that God heals us of whatever prevents us from trusting people and whatever prevents us from trusting him. And I pray that he helps us to trust people, but I pray ultimately that he helps us to trust him because we our hope is in nothing else but Jesus Christ. So I pray that God helps us to trust him more. In Jesus' name. Um, something new I want to kind of do. Let's see how it goes i'm screaming let's see how it goes um yeah something new i want to do i want to have like a song per episode so the song recommend song recommendation you know i love like music recommendations quick testimony i used to be i've always been a christian right but i only kind of recently not recently 2020 2021 i rededicated my life to christ 2021 yeah i don't know 2020 well yeah, i rededicated my life to christ gave my life to christ again uh or well, gave my life to christ fully and um i like i became a full christian whatever so yeah um not whatever i became a full christian cool so like i say i've always been a quote unquote christian always believed in god but i haven't always been like very vocal about i wasn't always vocal about that prior to 2020 when i gave my life to christ so that meant that like I wouldn't be speak I wouldn't speak about like the music that I listen to a lot like I kind of have only ever mm, no since I was about like 14 ish 15 ish I kind of solely just listened to gospel music not gospel like oh, I only listen to American gospel but like I only listen to Christian music um pretty much I think like the only music that's not I pretty much only listen to not to Christian music. Like, I also listen to, like, musical theatre sometimes. Um, I listen to instrumental, which is very, like, just generic. Um, I listen to, like, lo-fi for the most part. I listen to lo-fi, yeah. But, like, for the most part, I listen to Christian music pretty much solely. And that's how it's been since I was about, like, 16-ish. But I wasn't very... I didn't tell people this. I just... I didn't for literally old ages. So, because, like... I was just scared I guess the reason I was just scared I didn't want people to look at me like I was a weirdo so I just wouldn't tell people that I listened to Christian music so if people ask me like my favorite artist, like obviously I liked I liked these artists too but I'd say like XYZ celebrity or XYZ celebrity rather than like I don't know <laughs> Jonathan McReynolds kind of thing you know like I wouldn't tell people that I listen to gospel music so it's very much a testimony for me to be sharing music Christian music with people now because I love you know like all these playlists I make and stuff and I share with you I love doing that and it's just such a big testimony for me to be telling people that I listen to Christian music and I'm just very like I'm very grateful to God this yeah I'm very grateful to God that he's given me the confidence to tell people that I listen to music that glorifies him and I'm very grateful to God that he's made me much more confident in doing that and has made me able to talk to or express him or what is it share him with people through music because I, like I always say I think music is one of God's greatest creations and it's literally a gift to be able to praise God with music so yeah I'm very grateful to be able to have the confidence to talk about Christian music with people and recommend Christian music to people because just anything that helps a person grow in their faith I love it so well pretty much like just any kind of resource that I can give to help someone grow in their faith, I want to be able to do that, so yeah. So that was just <laughs> that was not just that, that was a testimony that I just said that I wanted to share. So yeah, it's just I'm very grateful to just be confident enough to be spreading gospel music around with people because or sharing gospel music around with people because I wasn't always able to do that, so yeah. And also, that just goes to show like, first of all, you build up in your faith, you've built up in your walk with God, but also like. Don't think that I came out of the womb an angel. Like, I like I didn't. Don't think I was just born this kind of oh super godly person. Like we build up in our faith. So yeah. But anyway, the song recommendation. I've got two actually. Yeah, the song re- recommendations I have for this episode. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. I would say listen to. This isn't the full hymn. But Church of the City did, like, a version. Is it Church of the City? Yeah. If you type in on, like, Spotify, Church of the City, to say sweet to trust in Jesus, I'd say listen to that. And also listen to Firm Foundation by Maverick City. No, actually, no. Listen to... mm, mm, Listen to Gyra. Yeah. Listen to Jaira by, um, yeah, listen to Jaira by Maverick City. So, it is So Sweet to Trust in Jesus by Church of the City and Jaira by Maverick City. Those are my music recommendations for this episode. So, yeah, have an amazing day, week, time. Um, I pray that God helps us all to trust him more. I pray that you really enjoyed this episode. I pray that you learned something new from this episode pray that all the things that we've learned from this episode that god gives us the grace to apply them to our lives and i pray that you have a really amazing time until next time um yeah thank you for being here thank you for listening i hope you learned something new enjoy the music and remember to keep shining your lights